Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path of recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Glenn. What's up, Mikey? Hey, Happy New Year, dude. Happy New Year to you, brother. Know, right? Another year at Sober.Coffee. I know. Isn't it exciting? I mean, New Year. Super exciting. New, I mean, there's some... There, okay, so let's let's check them off. The time of the years that are kind of uh, big, big... So it starts with New Year's, right? Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, you got... Well, so you got a... Pre- yeah. I think you got a president's thing in there somewhere in January. Yeah. That does yeah. nothing for me. No. Valentine's Day, yeah. I, I think it's a Hallmark holiday. Yep. I, don't, I don't do totally. much about it, right? So... <clears throat> Totally. Uh, then you then you roll into uh, what St. Patrick's Day, yeah, yeah, right? which is which was a big that. that was a big deal for me. I mean, it why do we just of. get one day? Some nationalities get a whole month. We got one day. I know. I don't know, man. I, I guess Irish I, I never really cared about St. Patrick's. Is one of I mean, yeah. I celebrated every day just like St. Patrick's Day, so it wasn't go. that big for me. Then I think you throw a Memorial Day in there. Yeah, that's kind of a big one for me. That's kind of a start. Yeah, it's kind of well, it's like a restart a little yeah. bit because you got a start of the season, summer. Yep. Yep. Then you got the Fourth of July. That's kind of that's a, a national yep. yeah, deal. Big. Then uh, then you go into Labor Day. So boom, yep. summer's over. Yep. Right, and then uh, then you got Halloween. That one kind of wigs me out. I'm, I'm not a big one in that, but it's big for kids. Probably a big changer for was for me when I was a kid, I guess. So my big ones: Halloween. Thanks. It's a, it's the last. Quarter. Then okay. Then you go Halloween, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Right, love it. Well, Halloween, my birthday. Thanksgiving, oh yeah, that's right. Sure, sure, and sure. Christmas and then New Year's. Fine. Yeah, right. There so you, you go. You finish off strong. Right. Yeah. You got some weak ones in there, but you finish off strong. So okay. So happy that's New interesting because. Because you would think naturally we're going to be talking about starting out strong, uh-huh. right? A fresh start, starting I think that's out strong. I think that's important. But your your philosophy is to end out strong. Yeah, and it's a lot of what I do during the, that last push, that last mm-hmm. three months, mm-hmm. that helps me start out strong. Right. Because what I learned in business a bunch of years ago is, you know, we, we were in this type of business, and it was really month to month. But it was really how you finish the year, right? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people, um, you know, and they use this word um, aggregate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and the numbers build on each other, right? So so a lot of people would start out just like retail, right? Mm-hmm. Like they call it Black Friday because you lose money through ten months, and right. all of a sudden you start making money through then through the end of the year, right? right. Got it. And 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 so these people would operate their business. You know, they, it would almost take like the first four months of the year off, and then they start getting in gear, and 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 then they would try to catch up by year end, mm-hmm. right, and finish strong. Right. <clears throat> what I always did is I always prepared strong and got out of the gate. Mm-hmm. I would blow everybody away for six months. Well, there you go. And then, but those numbers and your production there helped deliver you the rest of the year. Right. <laughs> so isn't that what we should be talking about today is coming out of the gate strong? I think get, coming out of the gate strong. And, I, mean, and I, I just really do. And I here's, my an, here's my annual disclaimer. Yep. Because first of all, we're a podcast, right? And we notice that people will come into our podcast and those that like it will go back. And it's like watching, you know, you start watching a couple episodes of Seinfeld yep. before you know it, you're binging, right? Yep, yep, yep. So, so somebody's going to happen upon this in July. Mm-hmm. And and my, my message is that it could be New Year's every day. It, it, it's New Year's 
day. It's a fresh start whenever you decide it's a fresh start. So you might be, you you might be sobriety might be your goal, right? Or working out, your health might be your goal. Or uh, it, 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 there's nothing magical about January first. So I guess that, is my that point. That reminds me of a great saying: "Start where you are." Start where you are, right? Now you and I are very much alike. I you know, like, yep. When when, when oh, we start boy. something... We better be ready. We, we got to have we, a new notebook. We got to have pens, new pens. Yep, we got to have a new computer software I might, I might program. redesign my office. Yep. You got to get the new CD-ROM. Sure. The new program. Wait, a CD-ROM? What's yep. that? And and you got to start on the first day of the first lunar month, uh, in the first right. quarter, and the first... And that's right. a bunch of bullshit. You could start totally. whenever. You could start, you start in the middle of the day. In the afternoon. Yep. Yeah, you don't you don't even have to So I think that's the premise, but but I love here's here's what's disheartening about New Year's to me is that the statistic and I quoted this a couple of episodes ago, but the the statistic is it's over 80%, low 80s, 82% or whatever of people fail to to continue on their goal mission by February 1st. Totally agree with that. In fact, I mean, I, I, that's probably it's low. probably a low number. It's probably 90s. right, right. It's crazy. You know, right. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to get. I'm going to improve my relationship. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lose ten pounds. I'm going to blah 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 blah. So so let's do this. Yeah, talk to me. Let's hold ourselves accountable. All right, and let's think back to this episode last year. Right. Okay. So what what were your what were your New Year's resolutions or goals, mm-hmm. January of 2023, and how many did you stick to? All right. Well, first of all, I, 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 I'm going to answer that question for you. But first of all, Bring out the I love, no, I love the fact that the beauty of sobriety is that we don't continue to go back and say, all right, well, compare your goals of, you know, seven years ago. Well, it was to not be drunk every day. Mm-hmm. Compare your goals of six years ago. Well, it was to not be drunk every day. You know, nope. I love the fact that we're beyond comparing ourselves to drunk Mike, drunk Glenn. That's too easy. So compare yourself to sober 2022 mm-hmm. to sober 2023. So to answer your question, yes, I'm comfortable that I have continued to seek, continue to work my mission and mm-hmm. my goal for 2023. Absolutely. Um, which was... Uh, and I'll just say it out loud for accountability, which was to l- love my wife more mm-hmm. and to make it her best year of our marriage, which has been for 42 years, you know, to, so that she ended up the year saying this is the best time. Now, I don't right, know so, how to quantify so it because I'm not going to ask her the question. What, I was just going to push you on that. I was going to say, okay, that sounds sexy, but how I do you can, quantify that? I can read the book. Okay. I know I know where I failed throughout the course of the year. Yep. I know where I succeeded and I've got a pretty good gauge whether my goal has been met. Scale and of one to ten. Well, not even scale of one to ten. Seven. Was it a win? It was a win. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Was it everything I needed? No. It wasn't everything I desired. Did I lose twenty pounds? No, but I lost eighteen. Yep. Or I lost fifteen. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. How about you? So we we laugh about this and and you know i always start in september looking at my year the tapestry of my year and then i look at the year ahead and 
start to and and I remember September last year I can remember saying you know what I can't think of anything new to do I'm just gonna I do that. better at right. what I'm gonna do yeah right, right. and then all of a sudden you know the uh, way I, God I, works the way my life works uh, in November or December I had eight new things on my list right yeah right right um and and of those eight things um I can say. And, and I can remember you looking at me thinking I'm nuts, right? Uh-huh. And, and everybody that I shared it with, they're like, you're an overachiever. You're overshooting. Mm-hmm. You're going to be disappointed. You're mm-hmm. going to – there's no way you're going to do eight. Just pick one, right? It's impossible to do eight. And at, at the end of the day, I I did not deliver uh, on four of them. Okay. Uh, one of the four, I still have a chance to, to finish strong enough – to look at myself in the mirror and say, nice finish. Okay. Um, the other three, no chance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did I did overbite. I did overcommit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they weren't important things, mm-hmm. right? It was one is I was going to learn how to play a guitar, mm-hmm. right? I took uh, uh, four guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, I started getting on it. And, and, and what I found with everything else I was doing, which I didn't calculate, the time sink of those things, um, I just didn't have the time. Right. Right. And so I deprioritized it and I said, you know what, I'll get that in a different season of my life when, when I have that time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Second thing is, you know, we, we have a group of guys that we're connected with and, and, and I came up with a program of one, right, of, of where guys picked one thing they were going to fix in their life mm-hmm. and I did a weak job and then that fell apart very quickly, right? But it fell apart quickly because of my one area I was really struggling with and, and I was hiding from right. the, the one thing that I was doing. Um, another thing is write a book. Mm-hmm. Um, just didn't have the time. It's not my season of life to do it. I thought that was going to be great. I had some ways I was going to do that, um, and that's on the back shelf. Mm-hmm. And then lastly is the one that I think I can still finish is that my, uh, my health and physical program um, – you know, I think that I I uh, I need to address that because right. I'm not going to enjoy the rest of my life unless I really get in top tip top shape, physically, nutritionally, you know, health wise. Right, and and each one of those elements are going to, or each one of those missions are going to take time. Where did you invest your time looking back in the last year? I mean, at work. At- yeah. So so a couple things. One is sobriety. Mm-hmm. I continue to invest in sobriety. Right. Likewise. Um, Secondly, it, it, I mean, I just did a lot of great things for sobriety. Mm-hmm. Um, probably pulled back in some areas, and I jumped in some areas. I became right. a board member for Sober Living Community. Love being mm-hmm. part of that. Right. Um, you know, love continuing to work with other alcoholics, participating in meetings and mm-hmm. retreats and blah, blah, blah. Right. So sobriety was important. Right. Um, one thing, um, my uh, business... Um, you know, I got two ventures going. I, that took greater time, energy, focus than I ever thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, you know, finishing strong there. Mm-hmm. Um, my 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 family, without a doubt, more Absolutely. more time, commitment. Yes. Um, serving. I saw, I saw that this there this year in you. I saw more time, more family time, than I saw in twenty two. Yeah, I mean, I I spent a lot. And I am plugged in, in other things. I yes. spend time serving my family, right. which includes, you know, my my garage was driving my my wife nuts, mm-hmm. right? And I spent six weekends redoing the garage, right? I, I, I look at that as serving, 
right? Mm -hmm. um, so family was very, very important to me this year. I became a grandpa. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, just all kinds of great stuff. Right, and that caused for a couple of trips. I mean, you could yeah. you could have spent that time learning to play, you know, who by numbers, you know, or yeah, at the time I didn't really know song. I was going to be when I did right. this list. I didn't know I was going to be a grandpa, be a grandpa, you know, right, I, right, so, right. Okay. So you know, I absorb life changes, right? right. Um, another thing is, you know, our group of nineteen guys at church. Right. You know, I that was you know continued to be a commitment for me, and probably, you know, that I, I got pulled away from that more more than I wanted, but it's still a very strong priority for me. Um, you know, the physical health, eh? You know. Maybe not so much, but you know, and, and and I've done some cool activities. You know, I went skiing a couple times. I got a couple ski trips. I went to some good concerts. You know, I I was out there and active. You know, I I pursued life. Mm, um, you know, and I stuck to my daily routine. You know, and my routine is very important to me, and I stuck with that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I I I did my normal September October tapestry. Mm -hmm. And the tapestry's messed up, you know, as I live everyday life, you know, sometimes I don't know, I got 15 plates in the air, I don't know, I'm just trying not to get one to drop, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and, and as I look in, into next year, mm -hmm. um, I really don't have anything to add to the list, you know, as I look at 2024. So you just want to be better at sobriety, I want to deliver on... I deliver on, right. What I continue to deliver on what, you know, I am committed to. Mm -hmm. I just don't have the bandwidth to add. Right, right. I just don't. How about you? Well, you know, I, I first of all, I love your list, and I, I see that, that it was really authentic because I'm so close to you. I mean, we check in you know, every day. Yeah. And, um, you know, sobriety continue to be, I love the way you frame it out. I mean, it it doesn't look the same to me as it did the first day of sobriety. And I guess that would be my message to anybody. It's going to look different. Uh, to people, you, my program might not necessarily be your program. It is the program. Don't get me wrong, but it just it, it's it's the difference. It's still fruit, but it's an apple and it's an orange. There are things that I'm doing in my life today that sobriety is still my number one priority in my life because without that, I've got nothing. I, I've got nothing. I really I'm left I'm left so far behind where I am right now. If I take that first sip, are right? you okay with who you are today? Absolutely, I, I couldn't be any better. I mean, I are you proud of who you are? Yes, I am. Yep, I love that. I man. think in a very in a very healthy way. You know, I I my kids are proud of me, and that's my gauge. You know, that's my gauge when and and I put them through hell. You know, you know there wasn't physical abuse, but I just wasn't present. Did I put them through hell? Hell? I mean, I don't know. I, 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 they haven't indicated that I have, but I feel that I could have been a lot better dad yeah. in my time. But but are they proud of me? Are they proud of my sobriety? Very proud of my sobriety. And and what they don't understand, Glenn. That's awesome, man. What they that, don't understand that is, is that it's not that hard for me. It, it's not that hard for me. It was hard for me at the beginning, but I want everyone to know, especially if they're just starting out on this journey, it doesn't remain hard. It, life becomes so much better on this side. And am I good with myself? Absolutely good with myself. Do I have goals and desires for 2024? Positively. 
So what are they? To grow, to learn more. Um, but how do you measure that? Well, first and foremost, to continue, like you, to continue doing the things I'm doing and mm -hmm. do them well. To put the ball in the hole. You said a couple of weeks ago, I, I like to start things, but then finishing is hard. You know, anybody can drive the ball. It's funny. Golf is a funny sport, right? You drive the ball 300 yards in two shots, and then it takes you eight to get it in the hole, right? Well, well no, most, most hit the 300 yards in one shot, but wow, uh, it's okay if wow. you take two. It's okay if you well, take two. Right, and I'm not, okay. even, I'm not even I'm not counting judging. The, I'm not even counting the mulligan. I'm not judging. And uh, so, you know, it's putting the ball in the hole. So I'm going to continue to play my game and put the ball in the hole. Uh, I've still got a goal to improve my relationship with my kids, my wife. What can I do to make 2024 the best year they've had? So <clears throat> I, I love what you said in 23 about Nancy, and, and, and I'm very similar mm -hmm. spot. I mean, I, I, I have come to learn and love my wife beyond anything I could have ever imagined. And, uh, the the more I love her, the less I think of me. Right, right. The more I and and what I have found is, you know, when I become selfish, I can find fifteen reasons not to love my wife. Mm -hmm. um, but when I get outside of myself and think of my definition of love and 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 love her and serve her and just want to deliver for her, my life is beyond amazing. Right. Um, so how do you, so I'm, I'm adopting that. I mean, I want my, my list I just gave you, I, I want to grow every one of those areas. Right. What that looks like. I don't know. That might be a cop house sitting here, but you know, my schedule and, and I just can't fit anything else in. Well, you know what the thing is? You'll, we find time when it's important. Mm -hmm. We find time. You know, I don't necessarily want to water my lawn, but when my lawn gets dehydrated and starts browning, I find the time to do it. It might I might not do it the first day of the drought, but I'll find the time to do it on the fourth, fifth day of the drought. Right. So what 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 I and we have talked about this many times is when you're living your purpose, mm -hmm. um, it's like a superpower. It is. And and for you some the time. for some reason things just work out and it's so obvious at times. For example, I mean I was sick this you know, I was sick during the holidays and, and we we had you know, done a big roast, mm -hmm. right? And I came into the kit you know, I, I chef the roast and then I went in and laid down and I and I came back and like the kitchen was clean. Mm-hmm. And I just glanced at the kitchen. The kitchen was clean, and then I walked through it. I saw the roasting pan was still on the stove, not clean. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, that is going to take 40 minutes of scrubbing, right? Right?" And I'm just like, you know, and I'm sick. I don't feel like it. I don't want to do it. But I'm like, what a way for my wife to come down because she cleaned the whole kitchen because I was sick. And I'm like, what a way for her to come down and see that's clean because I know what she's thinking. She doesn't want to clean it, right? Right. right. And, and so I literally, and I have cleaned roast pans my whole life, mm. right? I know how long it takes. I know how aggravating it takes. I just know, right? And nothing was done to it. I mean, it was like, like, like the, the, right. the thing was taken out and left, Yeah, right? It was nasty. Yeah. And, and so I know, I have experience, and yet when I went over there, I mean, this is 
to me, it's a mini miracle. When I went over there, I grabbed it, I put it in the sink, and I start, I emptied it out, and literally in under five minutes, the thing was done, sparkling clean, and it was like everything came off with zero effort. And, and it was so effortless, it was so obvious, mm-hmm. right? And again, just a God shot, just a whatever shot, saying, man, you know, I took care of you. You, you. you wanted to step up and do the right thing. You weren't feeling it. You wanted to do it anyhow. And, and I took care of you. Yeah. I mean, it's just how the universe works when, well, how when you're often, living your purpose, how, man. Right. How often does that happen that we we're, we think in our brain it's going to take 40 minutes and it takes five? Or we think it's going to be painful and it's not. But I want to back up and, and, and say something. We are both very fortunate to have women in our lives that are standing by us. I want to... I want to just kind of talk to the fact that the it can be anybody in your life, right? It could be it could be a woman, uh, you know, the man in your life if you're a woman or whatever. It could be it could be a stranger on the street. I think the thing is, it's the selfless, it's the approach of selflessness that gives you the reward that is for yourself, right? If that makes sense. Yeah, you know, and I I just think. Um, I mean, we both are loved by our spouses, right? Um, or tolerated one of one of those. No, I think today, I think maybe tolerated before, but yeah. I think today we're we're both. I think you and I both deliver a nice product. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're both. I mean, I I I look at what I do for my life for for my wife. I mean, one is. I'm the right kind of guy, mm-hmm. right? I'm not out there oogling other women. I'm not out there, right, right trying to do all the, the, the bad stuff that's out there. I'm not mm-hmm. following all the bad stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very aware, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have women's phone numbers in, in my phone, right? When people reach out, I know what they're reaching out for, and I block them, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's just I'm, I'm just a better guy today, and, and maybe because I made so many prior mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, but... I I wake up in the morning and I want to be the best guy for her that that I can be and I think there's a there's a reward for that right. whether it's I try to be the best employee I can be the right. best well, dad that, I can there be, you go the, that's right there you the go the best friend I can be the or the, best or the best guy on the street right that somebody runs into but when when I'm not that's okay because I know I gave it my best right Right, and there's there's a lot of value in that. There is a lot of value in it. Well, you know what it what what it creates for me is an environment where when I put my head down on the pillow at night, I'm a usually exhausted, mm-hmm. right? Because life takes effort. You know, I mean, unless you're a slouch, it takes effort, and a slouch isn't part of my goal list. I don't want to be. No, I don't aspire to be a slouch. I mean, I I I try to be an example. I mean, I don't think any. My my daughter, seventeen, who lives at home, I don't think she sees anybody that works harder than than me. Mm-hmm. I want to be the example for her, right. and like this is how you get stuff done in life: you grind, mm-hmm. whether I feel like it or not. Mm-hmm. I don't sit in the couch all day and play video games. I don't watch football all day. You know, I am actively trying to be productive and get better, and to make our lives better, make our world better, make the house better, regardless, right? And so I'm trying to be the example. So I'm disappointing you, man. I, I I didn't come up with eight this year. I no, but, I actually didn't come up with any. Well, I I like that. What for goals for this year? Yeah, for 2024. It well, is what it is. You it, it is what it is. But but you did carve out a little 
a little room for improved relationship. Yep. You know, and if it's important to you, you'll find the time. What's important to me, I'll find the time. The other thing I want to say about new Mike is that I hit the pillow exhausted. Yep. But I also am intentionally reflective because because I need to know what the score of the day was. I needed to know if it's a victory or loss. Do you loss. score every day at night journaling? Yeah. No, not 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 black and white, but mentally I do. Yeah. I say, okay, what happened today <clears throat> that was really good? What happened today that I could have done better? And most importantly, is there anything I'm leaving dangling out there that needs to be taken care of first thing in the morning? Did I did I not do something today? And I'm not talking about a thing on my things to do list, but maybe I said something to somebody Maybe I didn't clean the roast pan, right? Maybe I need to go and and say, hey, I should have done the roast pan for you. So what you're doing right now is you are putting in your own words what page 86 says. Upon retiring night, we reflect on our day. Right. Did we do any harm? Intentionally. Did we, we, you know, were we self-centered? Were we self-focused, self-serving, right? Did we do something we need to ask for amends for? Right. I mean, that's page 86. Right. right. So and that's what frames out my next day man. for me. Yeah. That's wonderful. So I, I'm disappointed, man. I don't have anything to, to really give you. But well, well, uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let's talk about playing guitar. Yep. I mean, it's somewhat important. Yeah. Find somewhat a couple of minutes of time. Poke around. So what I what I have done, because I believe in that. But what I've done is when I have an hour. Mm hmm. I find a way to serve somebody. Okay. So you've replaced, because serving somebody is more important than self-serving your desire to play the guitar. Right. Like today, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have an extra hour today. Giddy up. And instead of going to play guitar, I'm going to fix the drip in my uh, in my daughter's bathroom, bathtub. I mean, that's just what I, I mean, just what I do. I love that. It's just what I do. I love and, that. And you know what? I'll have time in my life to play the guitar that bathtub drip is more important to me today. Okay. Lastly, as we wrap up, what do you tell the guy? It's the flip of the year. Tell the guy, the gal, who's been struggling with alcoholism, and what do you tell them about their possibility to make this a year goal that, that life could change for them? What do you tell them? So I would say um, the only thing I can say is what I did is I surrendered and I just, I was sick and tired of that sick and tired. I was sick and tired of waking up that every single morning, just wanting a, a hope for a solution for that day and screwing it up again. And I finally surrendered. I raised my hand to my counselor, to the AA program, and I said, I will do anything you tell me to do. And that is where the miracle started. I had no idea that day that the miracle was happening. But for a period of time, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and doing it the way the program says, the way my sponsor directed me, right? Not my ego said, oh, I don't want to do that part of it. I don't want to do that part of it. I just said, yes, I will do it. And I did everything I was told to do for a period of time, 12, 18 months. Hey, there was pain. There was discomfort. There was emotional pain. I didn't want to do it. I didn't have any tools but I just stayed sober for 18 months. It gave me a program so I wouldn't have to take the next drink. And then 
somewhere along the way, learning and working those steps, I learned to live a new way that is delivering a life that is beyond anything that I, my own ego or self-desires could have ever crafted before. And now I'm just on the path and I just let it continue to unfold. Continual daily surrender. I don't drink and I've learned a new way to live that is the most self-satisfying thing I could ever imagine. Beautiful. Period. Mic, cool. mic drop. Okay. Get it, mic, get it. mic drop. Question mic for drop. you. Question for you. <clears throat> did you say something? Did you talk to your wife? Did you pick up the phone? Let's back it up. You had to take the first step. What physically was it? Did you pick up a phone? Did you get out of your bed and go knock on a counselor's door? Did you... Did, Tell me the first step. I'll tell you mine in a second. Tell me what your first step was because a journey begins with one step in the right direction. What was your physically the first thing you did? Yeah, so for me, I, I got to step back a little bit and tell you about a couple of days before this, but um, I relapsed going out to a work conference. Uh, I had a seven-day work conference out in Palm Springs. Uh, the first three days, I, was, I relapsed on the way out there. I didn't have a program, and I got suckered at the airport. I allowed myself to be suckered at the airport, and I drank. And I relapsed out there, and I had a bottle of vodka in my backpack, so I drank for three days. This last four days of the conference, I was in a total blackout. I have zero memory of what happened for four and days. So you didn't surrender those four days? Nope. And then I went to a hospital in Palm Springs. Okay. I went to six hospitals over seven days okay. across the country. Okay. I couldn't, I couldn't stop drinking. I would get out of a hospital. The first place I would go would be a liquor store. I just couldn't stop on my own. And then I landed up in an eight-day detox, a uh, very painful detox um, that I was able to at least get a clear mind. And then I was, went into a four-month program. I didn't know it was going to be a four-month program at that time. But I was sitting on my counselor's floor on a Friday afternoon, and I was just sick of my own bullshit. I was sick of me. I was sick of me trying to figure this out and quote unquote, I've got this. I was sick of all the ego because I had enough proof at that point in time, Glenn, you are nothing. Okay. And I looked at my counselor and I literally said, I will do anything you tell me to do. And I meant it then. And nine years later, I still mean it to here today. So you didn't have that thought outside his office door. It was the moment in time. The moment you were there. I was done. So I had no thought in, in my mind on October 13, 2018. I had no plan that that day was going to be any different. I didn't, I didn't have, it wasn't a more painful day the day before. It was just the same high level of pain. And I said out loud, so you said to your counselor, I will do whatever it takes to not drink again. I looked right at him sitting low. I couldn't even sit in a chair. I was so hurt. I, I said, yep. I will do, and and I had hope. I, I was like, you know what, Glenn? You're done with your shit. Mm -hmm. You know, you better start listening because I, I literally knew, and people say this all the time, I literally knew my next steps were, were death. And and I welcomed that. I, mm -hmm. I, I was told I was going to die, and I was like, okay, whatever. I knew this thing would kill me. Right. But you know what? I same mean, thing. I, I, I had hope, and uh, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what it looked like for me, I think, 
you know, I think if you have 5 million alcoholics, you have 5 million different stories. But at some point, I think the common denominator is you got to surrender. You got to stop with your own bullshit. Right. You just do. But then what I'm hearing, but the similarity in both our stories is we said help. We, we said I know, help. You literally said I literally in, said in, I need help. In the help. kitchen. Right. You know? I need help. But I, and I, guess what? I had no hope. I had no hope. So I was saying help thinking I was destined to death. So, but I guess the point that I want to make as we wrap up is there's help out there. Your counselor helped you get to your goal. My wife helped me get to my goal. Yep. And but oh, there ha- is, but you there have is, to there surrender. There is help out there. You know, I, I'm telling you, you have to verbally let somebody if know you you're in trouble. If you walk in, in the trouble, room of AA, there is help. Then, then everybody's s- been where you're at. Then say out loud, yep. "I need help." Yep. It's the ones who just cannot get out of their own right. heads that that think they're smarter, think right. they're better, and they will never find it. Yep. I'm glad we Love found you, brother. It. Happy I'm glad New we Year, man. It. So Happy sorry, I don't have another one for next year, but I'm just going to keep on doing. Well, let's just stay let's sober. Keep on doing. That's a good goal. All right. All right, brother. Love, Love you, man. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.